It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo, Yo, Mookow Rich. Still bringing the bull. We're back, oh, bitches. Oh, oh. We're back. <laughs> we had a question about that. Where did we go? We did. Me and I guess me and Cal are the only ones that went. Unless, yeah, the, uh, upper, the upper crust of the podcast. Unless he's referring to just the <laughs> podcast, and podcast just the podcast went has nowhere. Been going steadily downhill for years. <laughs> vacation, go, man. Summer vacation. Uh, we took the RV out to uh, uh, Utah Arizona border, Lake Powell. Went and. Uh, did some hiking at uh, like Bryce Canyon and uh, Zion and North Rim of the Grand Canyon and hung out on the lake. Sounds hard. Yeah. It was hot and a lot of hiking. <laughs> Don't you like hiking? Kai, I, uh, yes. Literally was. <laughs> you gotta uh, talk about this now. Huh? Kind of <laughs> not. Um, it was fucking hot. Uh, I literally got back to Oklahoma. It was 95 here and was like, ah, oh, it feels better here. <laughs> it's cooler. It was so hot there. Um, but I mean, we had a good time on the lake. The lake was nice. Rented a, a boat and was out on the lake and then, uh, some, some sea dews and all. So kayaks, we had some kayaks one day. We did kayaking for like five hours. Damn. We had a good time. It just wasn't a relaxing vacation. It was, uh, I don't know, busy. Smoke some cigars. Active. active vacation, yeah. And then this past weekend, I was in uh, Kansas City. Get some good barbecue? I didn't get any barbecue. What? <laughs> what did you get? Uh, God, we had all kinds of stuff. Um, we, uh, this is going to sound terrible. So we did the, uh, we did the Auschwitz exhibit and then we had some German food. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, I don't know what else we had. Um, PF Chang's we went to PF Chang's. I haven't been there in years. That Wait local hotspot. Yeah. Well, hold on a fucking second. <laughs> you went. There it is. On vacation to go to P.F. fucking Chang. No, we just happened to do that. So, the long story. I didn't want to bore you with it. Now you're getting it. Uh, can't, can't be worse than the shit you already put us through. So, it was raining. We, yeah. were, we, we were at Bass Pro hanging out. There was other yeah. reasons we went up to Kansas City. One of our other locations is there, and I hadn't actually visited it, so mm. I got to see it. I did some videoing of the location for our website and stuff. Anyways, it was a work vacation, kind of. And then, um, so it's pouring down rain. We're at Bass Pro. It's getting late, dinner time. We're starving. We had like a 45-minute drive back over to our hotel. Looking for dinner places. We start calling. Nobody has reservations for like hours. We roll in. And it was like, fuck it, let's just go into P.F. Chang's. So we went to P.F. Chang's. <laughs> what did you get? Uh, Chang spicy chicken. Ooh, all right, yeah. Old trusty, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't had PF Chang's in forever. It's been years. I used to go, uh, 
I don't know, you might remember with uh, people of the past. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a good... Uh, it, I remember when it, that first came out in like the mid-2000s, didn't it? That first opened up. I, remember I, th- I think so. I think so. Yeah, because I, I was still uh, dabbling in the uh, business world, if you will. That was a popular uh, spot for lunch or whatever. It was good. I was mm-hmm. um, I was happy with it. It was good. Yeah. Good stuff. I just pushed, you know, wouldn't have thought it would be. We were trying to go somewhere that we don't have. And yeah. it didn't pan out and we were starving. Yeah. So we got yeah, PF Changs. <laughs> Rode those little electric scooters around the city a little bit. I haven't done mm-hmm. that. So that was fun. Where were you, Cal? I was in Louisville, Kentucky. Ooh. Hanging Cal out got with to meet a celebrity. the in-laws. I did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, friend of the podcast, uh, wonderful human being, rambler guy, KY. We hung out, actually met in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was another internet person I've met who did not axe murder me, so I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, but I'm I'm doing pretty well on meeting internet people and not getting axe murdered. So I feel like that's not really a thing anymore, is it? I wouldn't have said that, but yeah, yeah. People like no, meet up is. all the time now, and and you don't you don't ever no. hear about people getting like killed. Um, I'll tell you guys a story. I actually had just that happen with somebody I know. Jesus. So, well, yeah. that's fucking horrible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll get back to that. But go ahead. All right, well, foot is solidly in mouth, but let's continue. <laughs> uh, so we met up, uh, we hung out at a park, had a smoke, which was cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he gave me a cigar. It was a, a PCA exclusive patina. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And illusion bowl. <laughs> Not, no, it was a patina. It had a yeah. patina band. <laughs> it said PCA exclusive on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we took our, our closed mouth patina selfie. Nice. So I feel like we did it right. But no, it was cool to just hang out and talk about cigars and talk about life and all that kind of shit that, you know, I used to do with people. Um, mm-hmm. But now is starting to come back, which is awesome. And he's a good guy. So if you guys don't, don't you know, chat with that dude, chat with that dude, hit him up on Instagram, hang out with him. Good guy. Um, so the KY in his name, that's his geographic location or is that a lifestyle? That's what I was you wondering. Know, yeah, you know, I, I'm okay with both. Okay. Well, right. I was just figuring, wondering if you had firsthand experience. Well, Kentucky is very famous for their jelly, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> you go to Kentucky, get the jelly. Now, did you guys hang out at a, Did you guys go to any cigar shops or just like outside? And, no, know? we just hung out outside at a park. There's a oh, nice. a bridge uh, between. Kentucky mm-hmm. and Indiana, like a pedestrian footbridge. Mm-hmm. So we like walked over that, hung out by the river, chilled out, had our cigars. It was nice. nice. Very cool. Yeah, and no, it was awesome. It was real good. Yeah, he's a funny and, and, dude. Uh, the, yeah, he is. <laughs> I appreciate that he likes to fuck with you as much as I like to fuck with you. Yeah, yeah, you guys are fucked. <clears throat> Fuckers. It's you got to be a fucker. Mm. <laughs> Part of the deal. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Yeah, the other thing I, I started to do out there is I went out on a couple of rounds of disc golf. You guys gone mm-hmm. disc golfing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I have to be careful how I say, because when I speak fast, it sounds like dick golf. Well, yeah, um, it makes sense that, with KY. Neither, yeah, neither one would be shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Bad at getting it in the in the hole on both, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you, was how was fun. it? I thought that was cool. You enjoyed it, yeah? Yeah, it was good to get out, get out in nature, and throw some shit around. I haven't done that since high school. I think legit. Oh, yeah. I used to play a lot of ultimate, so I knew mm-hmm. how to throw, but I had not done, not gone disc golfing before, so that was cool. That's where all, like all the kids used to like get high and then go disc golfing. That's what I remember. Seems reasonable. Mm-hmm. Interesting. These days, you could do that legally, not back then. Yeah. Yeah. So, now, here, Mo, I got, I got to hear about whatever story I stumbled into. Yeah, so a uh, young kid uh, went, they, they used to go to the cigar shop. Um, was trying to sell a car on, on the Internet. And so he's took the dude that came to whatever the car on a test drive. Nobody knows obviously what happened inside of the car. Saw the the other guy, the the guy who came for test drive had a gun. He obviously had a gun. I don't know what happened. He shot the dude, I think thinking that he was trying to rob him or whatever. Long story short, I believe that person's probably going to, you know, pat. well, they're definitely brain dead. Um, so, yeah, man. Yeah, that, that stuff still does happen. Hmm. Yeah. So the kid's okay or no? No, he's in the hospital, too, and he's, okay. he's uh, facing some charges. Probably, probably life in prison. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, unless he could prove it was self-defense, but I don't know. But yeah, man, no, that stuff still does happen, for sure. I remember that not too long ago, man, there was, uh, yeah, I mean, like, dude, you try to sell shit, like, on Craigslist, I'll meet you here to give it, you know, whatever, like, that. I think that stuff still happens. There was some dude not, like, maybe two, three years ago got killed over a PlayStation. Damn. Yeah. yeah, you still hear it over things like Craigslist, but like yeah. even stuff like Tinder, you don't hear that much crazy stuff happening compared to how much you would expect to happen, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, dude, like, first, like, I was actually talking about this, and it, if you, look, it, thank, you know, thank God I'm not single. That's all I got to say. But we were talking about like what it's like these days. Like, dude, if I was on any of these dating apps, I'm coming to a date with a contract that they have to sign. <laughs> for what? To protect myself. I can see Mo doing this for real. Absolutely. <laughs> but, like, what's, what's in this contract? What do you go into more detail, man? Like, I don't know, but it would have to involve language that protects me from somebody making shit up. Like, it's crazy. I mean, look at man, you, you're coming out of a pandemic. There are, 
you're coming out of an uh, where, let's be honest, the the people that have have more. The sure. people that didn't have have less. If and if people see you living X type of life or whatever, you're a target. You are, whether you like it or not. So if you're on these dating apps showing off some crazy shit, guess what, dude? You don't think there's going to be somebody that's going to try to to fuck with you? Either they can make something up, they can try to get pregnant by you, they can try to whatever. I mean, call me cynical. Call me whatever. But don't call me stupid. Because this is real shit that people need to think about. I mean, I think you gotta, just like anything else, you gotta consider what image you're sending, right? If you're sending the image of that guy who has everything, don't be surprised when somebody wants that everything. Right. If you're sending the image of, I'm a normal human being and this is who I am, don't be surprised when people don't try to take everything they don't know you have. Sure. But that's not it these days. People people are portraying things that they aren't. First of all, um, yeah, I mean that's that's a problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, you know, I mean, social media is the the equivalent of uh, the subway tuna sandwich. It's not really tuna. <laughs> Have you guys seen this? <laughs> by the way, we can talk about that. But yeah, it's like it's like uh, limited edition cigars with special types of tobacco, except they no longer have that special type of tobacco. But you know the. Uh, Look at man. I mean, this is this is real shit. And if you're on the dating scene, and if you're somebody that post pandemic, you're single and you're going out there, be cognizant. Don't be naive. There's predators out there. Period. And your random hookup because you fucking can't keep your dick in your pants, rather than trying to find somebody like legit. Understand there could be real consequences. That's all I'm saying. You know, that's fair. I still think your contract approach is going to scare people away. <laughs> well, luckily, I don't have to worry about it. But I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, you imagine sure, somebody I'm shows sure up to a date and they say, hey, "I need you to sign this before we go any any further with this discussion." Yeah, like, dude. it's over. <laughs> that's that, okay. That date is over. I then fine. Just bring an attorney with you. <laughs> get a get an attorney on retainer. <laughs> I'm sorry, this date is going to cost $400 an hour for my attorney's fees. Yeah. <laughs> and you're taking them to like Chili's. <laughs> oh, boy. But no, I mean, just, I, I guess my point is just don't be an idiot getting back to quote unquote normal. Because shit still does happen. And it's probably going to happen more. Oh yeah, there were there were crazy people before, but mm-hmm. they're crazier now. Absolutely. There are nobody knows the mental effects of this pandemic yet. Speaking of, have you guys seen or listened to a podcast called The Shrink Next Door? Uh-uh. Never oh. heard of it. It's on. I do have a topic this week. Holy shit. Ring the buzzer or something. See? And if you thought weird shit can't happen, yeah, it that's just a did. perfect example. It just did. 
So there's a movie coming out. Uh, I want to say this November with uh, Will Ferrell, and he's in the movie version of this. Uh, it's a real life story. You have to listen okay. to it. I'm not sponsored. We're not sponsored by this podcast called The Shrink Next Door. Um, so you can find it on anything. Anyways, the story is quick because it's like six 45-minute episodes. The, this guy goes to a shrink. He's a well-off businessman. His parents have passed away. He goes to the shrink to kind of get some help. The shrink, like, takes over his life. Um, he, he, he ends up getting the guy to kick his uh, sister out of his life. He actually gets the dude at one point in time to, like, make him the president of his company, sign over his Swiss bank account and put them both on it. Um, he has a will drawn up with the dude giving uh, one of his houses to his wife and, like, stuff to his kids, his daughters. Mm-hmm. He, like, take over, takes over this dude's life. And it spans, like, 27 years. Okay. Before this guy fucking realizes, holy shit, what have I done? This, this shrink that I've been seeing has ruined my life. Um, crazy podcast, real story. The interviewer podcast guy um, actually talks to the people. Um, the shrink won't comment, but he does send some emails back and forth. Um, mm-hmm. It's a great podcast. It is a real story. It's insane if you haven't uh, heard of this, seen it, listened, whatever. Um, Say the name again. The Shrink Next Door. The Shrink Next Door. So to build on that of instances where the people you go to help for help could fuck you. Do you guys, and you probably don't because you guys don't watch sports, but there was a baseball player <laughs> no. for the Cubs named Ben Zobrist. Okay. Have yeah. you guys seen or read about this at all? No. This is a massage guy? No. Okay. No, no, no. So um, Ben Zobrist and his wife, his wife was some sort of like, I don't want to say Christian rock, but like some sort of like religious based musician. Okay. Um, They were heavily involved in, in, you know, their church and charities and things like that. They, they lived in Tennessee. Like that's where they lived. Right. Now he played for the Cubs, but that was like where they were. So they, I don't know, man, what ends up happening, but, during the course of like some charity work, they start to have issues in their marriage. The wife of their pastor says, Hey, there might be something going on between your wife and my husband. And then she's like, I don't think anything physical has happened. I think it's an emotional thing. Next thing. uh, Then the dude, the baseball player, Zobrist and his wife go to this pastor for marriage counseling. No. <laughs> yes. And this dude is sleeping with his wife. And they go to him for the marriage counsel. That sounds ethical. So then it becomes, obviously, then it all comes out that they had been having a physical relationship and whatever, and now he's suing them. And the reason this came out was because this was all in court. Like, obviously, he sued him, so all of this stuff became public. Hmm. But That's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fucked up, dude. People are fucked up. That's true. 
Hmm. The the only reason the shrink next door stuff is all coming out is the the podcast guy was a, a New York Times writer. He okay. lived next door to this guy that he thought was the groundskeeper, which was really the owner of the house. The shrink took over the guy's house. <laughs> I was I was living there and throwing parties and stuff. So Jesus. he actually got to witness some of it happening and then mm-hmm. broke the story as uh, it kind of unfolded and this guy, you know, finally kicked the shrink out. And it, Dude, he has all kinds of documentation because he had a business and stuff. He's got like every check he ever wrote the guy. He's got, uh, dude, it's insane. You should listen to the podcast. It's crazy. I feel like a lot of that kind of stuff happens to older people in a variety of weird ways, too, but people don't report on it. Well, and this, like I said, this happened from the 80s to, like, 2009? 20, yeah, uh, I mean, that's a different story. Oh, that guy, yeah. That's totally fucked up. Yeah, and he, the guy, I think he was, like, 30 when he started seeing him, so. Jesus. It's and the guy basically just, like, convinced him to take over his life? I don't. Uh, tricked him or so so the the way they explain it and there's some after stuff is he he pretty much made the guy isolate himself so he got rid of anybody that cared about him family Mm -hmm. friends um and then he he like became the guy's like best friend so it's like you know classical abuser yeah 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 he could he could always count on him and he did give him some some sound advice early on so he's like oh this guy's great he's giving me advice and it worked and it it just trickled to he thought that was his only friend he didn't he couldn't rely on anybody else and this was his buddy and until one day he realized oh this guy didn't give two shits about me what the fuck have I done <laughs> right and then it, he wasn't the only one I mean there were there's a couple of, of of women on the podcast that talk about it that dude it's insane some of the shit that he's gotten these people to do and yeah it's crazy it's crazy. Pretty much, yeah, put their head underwater when they're already drowning, holding it. Right. And then going, hey, I'm helping you. I'm helping. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm the only person that can help you. <laughs> Trust me. It's abuse yeah. and cult tactics, uh, yeah. really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Crazy. Listen, listen to it and wait for the movie. Oh, the movie's going to yeah. be epic. Will Ferrell. Uh, Paul Rudd, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, that, that's gonna be. <laughs> it'll be it'll be that certain type of humor if you like it. It you'll is probably like the movie. But, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll like that movie. That sounds great. <laughs> sounds sounds about right. <laughs> I think you're the I'm classy as fuck, audience. you know. <laughs> um. I, I actually walked through uh, some sort of filming thing yesterday. Speaking of movies or shows or whatever, uh, no, no, I wasn't working. I said I was walking through. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, man. So I guess there's some show that they're filming in Chicago. CSI Chicago. Got Apple TV. Oh. Next year. Just on Apple TV? First 48. I so. I'm not sure. Oh. I asked the security dude. He didn't know. It was weird because I asked him. He told me 
And right behind me, some other guy came up to ask him. He told him, I don't know. So I don't know if he was, like, bullshitting me or, like... But, I mean, obviously they had, like, the set. And, and not the set, but, like, they had a bunch of trailers. And, I mean, the different markings of, like, director, producer, like, all their wagons and shit like that. So I, I don't know. But, anyway. You looked like a... Uh trustworthy individual so he told you and he's like oh, i can understand that this other guy fuck yeah i can get that yeah give off those uh positive vibes oh yeah definitely <laughs> he looked at you and said this guy has an apple tv this guy has no fucking life he'll probably watch this this is the show <laughs> yep could have been because i was carrying around a cigar i always find that people so i look at we, <laughs> I don't want to say we stereotype, but we all do it. So yeah. I'm, I'm driving the other day, and I, and I passed by this restaurant. I was going to, uh, to, to the grocery store, all right? So there's this nicer upscale restaurant not far from it, and there were these two guys standing outside, okay? So I... My lazy ass ordered it for pickup because I didn't want to go inside and shop it, right? <laughs> that's not lazy. That's just the way life is right now. Yeah, I mean, it was just, you know, I just didn't feel like I like dealing with it. Hold on. So yeah, yeah. Apparently you offer me a lazy option. You know, I'm it. In my, yeah. So, um, so I'm waiting for it. So I'm passing this guy by, and, and I'm like, that guy looks like a fucking cigar guy. He just had that look to him. I don't know what it was. It was just like, they were standing outside. And I'm like, are these guys getting ready to light up some cigars post-dinner? It was just, they had that look. Like, I don't know how to explain it. So I'm waiting for the dude to bring out um, the groceries or whatever. And sure enough, those two dudes are walking towards an older gentleman and a, and a guy probably around our age. And sure enough, guess what they were doing? Smoking cigars. You better fucking believe it, buddy. Nice. Were they smoking patina? Yeah, no, no. no. This is the, this is the crowd that uh, banned out, you know, Davidoff, for sure. He was. I don't know what the young, the younger one was smoking. It was more of a cigarillo, probably like some fucking Davidoff cigarillo. But no, it was a, the guy was smoking a white label Davidoff. And I didn't say anything to him like, "Oh, you're a cigar guy" or whatever, because I was actually smoking a cigar too while I was waiting. Oh. But. Uh, I was smoking patina. He was not. But here's here's my question for you guys. When you see, okay, like, you know how, like, if you have, like, uh, let's say you have, like, a classic car, right? And you see another person with the same classic car, like, you know, some, like, you'll see dudes with Mustangs or Vets or, you know, whatever. Like, they'll, like, give each other the thumbs up or, like, the, the wave or this whatever. You so like if bitch. you're out and you see somebody else smoking a cigar, is there is there like do you acknowledge them? Do you like, hey man, like yeah, I got I, I know it's the best. Is there do you guys ever do that? Do you ever feel like if you see somebody smoking a cigar or holding a cigar to like acknowledge that they're a, that you're a cigar smoker too? Uh normally, yeah. At least a, a nod or something. All right. Like, how do you do it? Like, because if are you usually smoking a cigar when you do it, or are you like, because I could feel like 
it would be kind of awkward to be like give him the nod while you're not smoking a cigar. He is. Uh, <laughs> like, I guess it, I guess it depends on the on the situation. If I'm like right. about to fire up, or I just you know finished, or I don't. Yeah, it depends on depends. And then I mean, if it's like going to be an awkward situation, or you're gonna have to go like out of your way, then it's just like you just I me I just think I'm like ah. Oh. Guy must be cool. He's yeah. smoking a cigar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I think too. After, no, seriously, after, that guy's got to at least be yeah. pretty cool. After Cal answers, I have another topic to deal with this. I don't acknowledge people that way, really. No, um, yeah. no I mean, there's cigar smokers I like and cigar smokers I don't like. It's not. It's whatever. Uh, maybe a head nod if there's like a group of them and I'm in a group of them or something, you know, whatever, but nothing, nothing major. There's actually a guy, I think like three or four houses down from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what every now and then when I go for a walk, I can smell that guy smoking some kind of a cigar or cigarillo or something. I've never talked to him. Uh, I've never mentioned it, but he's in his backyard, right? So I'm not going to like wander over to this guy's backyard and be like, Hey man, what you smoking? Yeah. That's kind of fucked That'd up. That'd be awesome. You should. Wilson. No, it feels yeah, creepy. Man. Wilson. Yeah. Why? Just like wander up to somebody's fence and be like, hey, hey, what are you smoking, man? That could be like True. your best friend, man. Yeah. You could, you could home improvement, fucking 2021. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I mean, maybe. Someday I might run into him and we'll chat about it, but I don't know. I'm not going to like wander into his yard. <laughs> it's fucked up. I hate it when people come anywhere near my house, so I don't want to go anywhere near anybody else's house. Kyle, you're too young to be that way. Yeah. No, man. I mean, if you have not called me or texted me, really texted me, uh, and said you're coming over, I, I don't even answer the door. I'll stand there at the window and look at you out the door while I don't answer it. Because <laughs> you're an asshole at that point. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody shows up at my door going like door to door or something, I will literally stand there and look out the window at that person until they go away. I thought I was anti-social. Yeah. And that's that's an asshole move these uh, days. You don't go door to door anymore. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. It's <laughs> like fuck that. I've I've you don't had have people... my phone number. You don't belong in my house. Yeah, I've had people. <laughs> I've had people approach me when I've been out smoking a cigar, and they they'll just ask like, "Hey, one, what is that? And two, where did you get it?" But normally my response is, "I brought it with me." <laughs> Right. I didn't get it wherever we are, but I've had that happen. And I've had extra cigars sometimes when I'm like, here, take a cigar, man. It's probably pre-COVID, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, when I can think of, of the times like that. But Yeah. Um, leading into this topic, so on vacation I realized this. Why do one... It's two, twofold here. Why do Jeep <laughs> people... Wave at each other. Why do what? Jeep people. People that have Jeeps. Same thing. I know, but that's fucking crazy. They're like a cult. Yeah. Dude, yeah, it is. Jeep culture's a thing, man. It's creepy, yeah, though. I do yeah, not like, like Tesla it. Tesla people. So, but, and then, and then motorcycle people will, too. And it's like. You're, yeah, absolutely. You're, yep. you're waving at another person just because they're on a motorcycle. Oh, yeah. I mean. It's not even a wave, right? It's putting no, your hand down, a couple fingers out. So I learned that the Jeep is like a wave up. It's a thing. Yeah. 
Dude, it's, I don't like it. I'm a tool. You're a tool. That's what it. We're both tools. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. That's that's mm-hmm. what it signifies to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking weird. No, I mean, look at man. These things exist. Like I was saying, you know, depending on uh, what kind of car you drive, or yeah, motorcycles, same thing. There's an acknowledgement that you guys share an interest. But like, do you have to wave at each other to understand that? Yeah, it's weird. I don't know, man. And you know what? For me, I don't see anything wrong with it. For me, no, I, I don't just see anything it. wrong with it. I, mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. I don't care. I don't care what other mm-hmm. people do. I for, just, I wouldn't do it. No, for me, it, it was fucking annoying too. Why? I don't want to wave at every fucking jeep that's going by. But you don't have a jeep. Okay, I was driving a jeep. This is how I figured this out. Like a Wrangler? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Okay, we need we need to step back a minute. It's not a it's not Jeeps. It's people who drive Wranglers. Yes. That's the cult. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they were like, hey, you gotta you gotta wave at other Jeeps. And I'm like, why? <laughs> That's just what you do. I was like, but I'm just driving this. This isn't mine. I'm not waving at random fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> Drive down the road like the queen, right? Just waving out the window. Dude, it's fucking weird. <laughs> it's fucking weird. It was weird to me. I just don't uh, the 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 reasoning behind it is the weird part, and it's like just because you yeah. have another like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't wave at the guy down the street because he's wearing Nikes, and so am I. Oh man, well, you got Nikes on. We're we're bros. No, but if you, but if you both have a certain type of Jordans on, you might. God, is that a thing? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you wave with your foot, then. There's an acknowledgement of fine taste. Now, in the in the instance of a, a Wrangler, I think it's an acknowledgement of, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, I think there yeah, is. Yeah, that's not fine taste. I, I don't see anything wrong with it. I get what you're saying, like. It's kind of weird, but it really isn't. I think everybody wants to feel a part of something. So I thought it was super, super yeah. weird. And I've yeah. written this topic down to, to mention to you guys. Until you brought it up with other cigar people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Damn it, I do something like that. Yeah, we N- all do. Not quite as weird. Yeah. Just because I think it's not. but Right, but other people do. How about the people that want, look at I the other day I was smoking outside. Uh, you get the fake cough. <laughs> sure. Okay. You get the uh, I had some lady stop and be like, you know, you can't smoke here, right? And I just said, okay, thanks. As I puffed on my cigar. <laughs> I mean, there's always going to be people that think what we do is stupid, yeah. just like we think. Yeah. But I don't. Same with that. I don't like stop a Jeep guy and be like, man, you know, your Jeep's stupid. And you, <laughs> you know, you look like a fucking tool waving at people. <laughs> That's what these cigar people are doing. Look, Wranglers are a weird thing, though. Oh, it's a, it's a fucking cult for sure. <laughs> they are. And, and we have a question about Tesla from Chips and Lonsdale. Yeah. Said, what color cyber truck am I getting? Uh, well, first of all, it's basically no, I mean, it's a drawing at this point. I guess maybe they have a couple. I don't think they've sold any yet. 
Okay, so uh, what colored pencil are they using? Yeah, yeah, uh, red, because it's never, you know, anyway. But the the Wranglers are, are, are an interesting thing, because I think they signify more than just, like, a vehicle. I, they, I think we're getting at that age where we're closer to a midlife crisis than we are away from one, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that from what I've seen of the people in our age bracket that go and get stuff like that, they're having some sort of identity crisis. With a Jeep? Yes, with the Wrangler. Wrangler. In particular, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Like, I think when people our age get something like that, and I... I don't know, like, I, one of the reps for Patina, one of the brokers drives a Jeep, so if you're listening, I'm not I'm not saying you're going through a midlife crisis, but... Except you is, are. Yeah, but there, <laughs> it, it just seems that way, because all of the people I know around our, in our age bracket that have one are going through some sort of thing like that, and I don't know why. It's funny how you separate those out. It reminds me of the fact that I drive a Subaru and mm-hmm. the guy across the street drives a Subaru, but mm-hmm. they're not the same sort of vehicle in any sense of any words. Okay. Oh, he's probably got like a WRX or something like that. Yeah, one of those like have... souped up things and yeah. I've got an Outback. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not not the same kind of car at all. Yeah. Do you wave at him and be like, yo, dude, we both, no. we both drive Subarus, we're cool. But no, Subaru we, t- we talked about my that. approach to we talked about my approach to my neighbors. Wink at him. <laughs> hold up your hold up your glass of whiskey. There you go. <laughs> Drive it along. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> I just hope I'm rich enough that like my midlife crisis is like a a mid two thousands Ford GT or something like that. Ooh, that'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be that'd be an awesome midlife crisis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a joke? I don't know anything about that car. Oh, man, they're, they're ridiculous. Are they? Yeah. They brought them back out. I think they started making them again, but they're different. Ridiculous still, in a good way, right? Badass. Yeah. Not ridiculous I'm in not like even a PT a Cruiser guy. way? No. No. Okay. All right. Hmm. What a weird... Well, yeah, dude, I, I think we all do it. Like, we all to a certain extent, acknowledge other people that like what we like, right? When it comes to stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. Everyone has their shit. Mm-hmm. Let us know what weird cult you belong to. <laughs> um, no. That, well, that depends. Sultans of Smoke listeners. Yeah. That's probably that's one of them. That's a midlife crisis. Do they do yeah. some weird shit when they meet? I think people listen to us to feel better about themselves. Closed mouth, <laughs> closed mouth selfies. Yeah, like yeah. you can't be this fucking lame. That's probably at true. least we're not this lame. Yeah, people go to like their therapy sessions. And I started listening to this podcast. I feel I great. My now. life isn't so bad. <laughs> those poor, those poor guys though. I'm gonna send yeah. them your number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can get you some business. <laughs> therapy after PCA. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, so I got a question, then I want to rock some some listener questions, if that's cool. No, it's not cool. Well, I'm going to fucking do it anyway. Okay. Nothing I do is cool. I don't care. Um, that's right. So the question I had, the housing market is insane. Mm-hmm. People are buying all kinds of weird shit. And it made idiot. me wonder. Well, that's that's its own question, right? Right. But it made me wonder. Is there a line for like weird shit that's happened in a house that you guys would not cross to buy that house? Like if somebody died in a house or if somebody was murdered in a house, would you buy that house? Would it matter? Um I have more of these by the way. I think I think if there were drugs being sold out of a house. Like weed? No, not like weed, but like um, anything where that house may be associated with somebody that would have enemies. Oh, you don't want people showing up at your house. This is pragmatic. Yeah, like thinking that this person still lives there. Gotcha. Right? Like that that would be something that I would, I guess. They're like, I'm looking for Big Tony. And you're like, he doesn't live here. And they're like. I'm going to shoot you. The hell he doesn't. Yeah. (laughs) That, like, yeah. It belonging to somebody who may have enemies, right? Fair enough. What about you, Drew? What would would keep you from buying a house outside of the house itself? Probably not much of anything. So you'd be okay um, if it was like a meth lab previously? Well, no, I wouldn't be buying a house that was a meth lab. Um, they don't. They don't what have. What about an RV? They don't have those in gated communities. Um, <laughs> oh, oh man, you, the fuck you they don't. don't. I was going to say you don't. You are very wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, an RV, like one out from like New Mexico. Yeah. Right from New Mexico. <laughs> Um, what a great show I I think there would be there would be signs of that so then we just wouldn't be interested in that house Um, but other than that I mean there's nothing Moe's was a good thing but you'd have to I don't know how you'd find that out either well you're buying the house from somebody right yeah how would you, you don't know who you're buying. Oh, from. like before that, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like I think you would be safe to buy Al Capone's old house at this point. I don't think anybody thinks he still lives there, but uh, something more recent. I mean, just, you know, just got to be careful. It's fair. What about a house where they had been filming porn? Oh, definitely. That'd be awesome. I don't think that would be an issue. Do I get to keep? Probably could never afford the house that they film actual porn. Do I get to keep? Unless the, it was homemade. The furniture. Uh, sure. Does, it come... Does that change your answer? <laughs> Does it come fully furnished? <laughs> as long as there's no black lights in it. Yeah, I wouldn't care about that either. I would never buy a house if the previous person was like a, like a pedophile or something like that. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Never. That's like fucked up beyond, you know? Yeah. 
But what does that have to do with you? You don't, you don't fuck with kids. I, That's I, true. Just, I, I agree. I, I just think that it just wouldn't feel right. Like to know that something like that happened in the house you live in. Sure. Uh, that would be really fucked up. That's yeah. legit. And the reason I bring up the drug thing and whatever is because I was a victim of that. Remember my apartment story yeah. when I when I was in the grain industry? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah man. You got to you got to know who lived in, especially like if you're renting or whatever, you got to know who lived there before if you can. So, fair enough. It's interesting. But Kyle, just... to your to your other point, or, or Drew, getting back to you were saying there's no meth labs in gated community. No, I... this is this is the wild thing about like society, right? So, I, I was walking around. I was walking around downtown yesterday, and we we're passing um, some of you know the where some of the most expensive places in the entire city to live, right? And you're walking and you're seeing these people that are going into this building, obviously, you know, and they're just like, if they weren't rich, you would be like, these people are trash. And like, there is like, there was like this thing going around social media, like not long ago, where it was like, what's if you, if you have money and you do it, it's classy. But if you don't have money and you do it, it's trashy. Right, and there were examples like um, being uh, promiscuous, for example, doing drugs, shit like that. But there's a lot of truth to that. Get, getting money from the government—that's my favorite. Yeah, getting money from the government. <laughs> yeah, like, like, dude, rich people take more from the fucking government and don't pay to the government than than some poor person on fucking public aid ever does. But people don't think about that. But yeah, I just think it's fascinating how we. We have like just such this hero worship of people with money that they could like do whatever they want, even if somebody that didn't have money did the same thing, they would be like spat on and looked down upon. I, I just think it's crazy. I think it's fascinating, like that human psyche aspect. Sorry, I didn't mean to get all sociological, but I think that's interesting. To your that's point, legit. that mm. I bet. If you were to go into like an impoverished ass neighborhood and you were to go to some rich ass neighborhood, you would be just as likely to live in a place where fucked up shit happens. Oh yeah, definitely. A lot of weird shit I that guess happens behind point. closed doors. Yep. Because there is this invincibility factor that sets in when money is not an issue or a concern. And when you get bored. And you hear people say that, that have had or have fallen into bad habits because you're always ch- like chasing some sort of high, you know? I just think it's interesting. Yep. Speaking of chasing a high, we have a question from our buddy Sean, north of the border. Mm-hmm. Which one of you would have the best chance to wrestle a bear and win. <laughs> I didn't think you were actually going to read that one. <laughs> oh, of course I'm going to read that one. That's a great question. It's a terrible question. I think you meant the animal. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I think so too. 
Haven't we haven't we had that discussion before? Something similar to it. You with squirrels. Squirrels. And yes, grizzly bear versus a uh polar bear. Polar bear, yeah. Yeah. And and Drew with Mike Tyson. We've mm-hmm. talked a lot about things fighting other things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cross species matchups. Um well, I, I, fighting, I, not 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 your fantasies. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. Uh, yeah, but I, I would. My money would be. I'm going with cow. I'm going with cow too. No, Black no, no. Bone, it says wrestle. It says wrestle. No, it's not the but, same thing. No, I mean, wrestle could be taken to mean a few different things. Yeah, my money's on cow. I feel like a cow versus a bear is a pretty sad matchup. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm not saying you would win. I'm just saying. Unless it's Moo Cow. That's right. <laughs> Bring in that bull. All right. Baby. All right. We got another question then uh, from Bun Bun. Will it be a Cameroon patina? Uh, nothing uh, Nothing planned on that end, no. Like I said, man, just too uh, difficult to maintain consistent uh, availability and quality availability. You got to be down with that supplier, right? There's like Mm -hmm. one supplier. Yeah. You you want to, again, for the sake of consistency of product and ability to replicate and over and over and have product, you want to try to use tobaccos that are available to you and and what's available to you is relative right like so i try to use tobaccos that i know the factory has um easy access to right and every factory will be a little bit different as to what they have a lot of act or easy access to right mm-hmm so, yeah, I mean, that, that's a relative thing when I say that. But at the same time, you know, you work with what makes sense for your given situation. So, but yeah, Cameroon would not be something that would be easily accessible to me on a consistent basis. So unless it was like a limited edition or something like that, maybe. But I wouldn't use a Cameroon for a limited edition. So. All right. There you go. Uh, we got a question from Chip and Lonsdales, which I still think is a fantastic fucking name. Do you guys think people pay much mind to half-wheel scores when purchasing or smoking new cigars, asking for a friend? Well, I gave you guys the example of when I used to work in the shop when the Andalusian Bull won Cigar of the Year mm-hmm. and the Illusioni Hot 10 one half wheel cigar of the year. And when we were out of Andalusian Bowl, I would try to push the Illusioni, and people were like, What's half wheel? Now, granted, half wheels come a long way since then. Okay. I mean, even in like five years ago, four years ago, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, obviously, half wheels grown. Um, but I really don't know. I really don't know, and I would actually love the answer to that. I'm going to say no, they don't, for the most part. Why do you say that? 
Um, I think the people that are on half wheel, um, just are cigar smokers. Okay. They don't just smoke cigars like the people sure. that look at uh, some of the other lists. So when they go in to buy their... That's a really good point. Their normal cigar. Mm-hmm. Or they go in to read their... You know, they got their Cigar Auto subscription in. Fixing <laughs> <laughs> They're flipping through it. <laughs> and then they go to the shop and they're like, hey, man, I saw this list. I need that. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't think the half-wheel people are that group of people. That's a really, really good point. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, half-wheel, people that read half-wheel are probably more inclined to make their own judgments. I guess the way I, the way I see it for them is it's like a nudge. It's not a go out and buy it. But mm-hmm. if you were thinking about it and kind of on the fence, yep. and you see a good review, you might buy it. Or you see bad review, you might not buy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think they're more of a nudge and less of a less of like a open the floodgates type of a thing, like cigar mm-hmm. aficionado probably is. Gotcha. Yeah. But I I do think there's value in that. Um, sure. And I do think that people are more. Like, let's say you read every half-wheel review. Even if you think, for some reason in your mind, that you're not affected by it at all, mm-hmm. you are, right? Of course. There's something in there that's that's getting in and it's going to take hold. Sure. So, I don't know how much. I can't tell you that. But it's certainly not nothing. Yeah. I also I, think I, it works the exact opposite direction. I think a super low score there probably nudges people to buy something because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's really fucking funny. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, you couldn't possibly pay enough money to get like a 10 on Half Wheel. Yeah. I mean, look, they had that one review not long ago that was like super low. Yeah. And there was not one part of me that was like, man, I really want to try this now. <laughs> But that's because of the brand, I think, too, right? You weren't going to try that anyway. Well, right. I, I Look, at, I I get what you're saying. I think you're right about the extremes. But I think for most people, it would actually work like... Like, if I see half, will give a cigar a 93 or a 95 or whatever, and I see that cigar, I'm probably going to try it. Yeah, I agree. If I see them where they give a cigar like a 70... And it was something that maybe I would have tried, but then I saw their score at that bad. I would still probably try it, to be honest with you. If it, so I think that they could, for me personally, a really high rating would make me more likely to go ahead and try it. But a like a lower rating wouldn't stop me from trying something that I want to try. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. For sure. So. The lower rating's really funny because you buy one of those and give it to your friend at the cigar shop. <laughs> say, I heard really good things about this. Give it a try. Yeah. See how it goes. See what happens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What else we got, Cal? I mean, that was kind of the end of the, oh. the topic list. I don't think we had anything from listeners besides that, did we? 
scroll through real quick. Well, we did have Yogi had asked us when Danny was coming back to the podcast. Right? Did um, he? Okay. He did, yeah. All right. Um, and so we're just going to look at uh, Danny is stepping away from the podcast. So it's not like a hard feelings, feelings bullshit thing. He's just doing it and it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So then my question for everybody is, what do you think he's doing instead? Mm-hmm. The more absurd the answer, the more I like the answer. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, <Lebanio>. <laughs> it's funny because, like, there's no way we're going to stop giving him sh- shit. Never. No, no. That's still happening. No. Danny is uh, a great dude. And we will miss him on the podcast for sure. Oh, he'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) Whether he likes it or not. He can't stay away from us. I think he ran off. (laughs) I think he ran off and joined the circus as the world's hairiest man. Yeah. Everywhere but his head. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have any guesses on what Danny did? Instead of Sultans of Smoke? No. I like the three you came up with. Did he buy a Jeep? Ooh. (laughs) I could see Danny in a Jeep for sure. I could actually. No, he likes that Toyota FJ Cruiser. That was like his thing. He loves that thing. But I could see him in a Jeep, and I could see him waving at everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, Chips and Lonsdales, Danny's a big Tesla guy too, so you might catch him in a Cybertruck. When they come out. Yeah. I don't know. Danny the Jeeper. So, so let me ask you guys this. There have been a, what seems like, never-ending stream of announcements of new stuff coming out uh, ahead of PCA and whatever. Anything that you've seen where you're like, yeah, man, I definitely want to try that, or I got to get that, or... Not really. Um, There's these new patina sizes that I I read about. Yeah, I'm excited about those. Ooh. New patina sizes. You know what sucks, man? We're all dealing with uh, just customs is really slow right now. Is it? Yeah, really bad. Yeah, I guess I guess I should answer that a little better than I did for the new stuff. I'm mm-hmm. I'm excited about the patina stuff because mm-hmm. I, I like patina, obviously. Um, the other one that I'm excited about right now is, uh, I mean, and this is this is crazy. If you told me a couple of years ago that this is something I I would be excited about, I'd punch you in the dick. Mm-hmm. Um, I I actually really want to try the Room 101 12th anniversary. Why? I, because I liked the 10th and the 11th. No, not why do you want to try it, but why Why would we punch you in the dick? No, I would have done it for myself. That wasn't a brand that I loved. Oh, okay. I see. Right? It was like, I thought they were okay. But they yeah, have been yeah. 
fucking killing it. Yeah. No, he's coming out with good stuff, man. For sure. So those are two that, that stand out to me. Yeah, definitely. I thought that released already, though. No, no? not yet. Not the oh, 12th. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think, man, if there's anything that I've seen, I'm like, yeah, I really want to try that. I just... I think I got lost with how much shit's coming out, to be honest. I don't know. Yeah, most of it doesn't seem that interesting, but you never know, right? It Maybe it comes mm-hmm. out, and it's different than I expected. That's okay. That's good. Yep. Slowly work my way through it all. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. What about you, Drew? Um, I haven't paid much attention to anything lately. <laughs> I did go to the cigar shop over the weekend, but didn't see anything uh, I really needed or wanted. Did you buy anything? No, nothing at all. You like walked in, looked around, and left? I browsed, saw a few things. And then uh, here's a question for you guys anything that has fallen out of your rotation that you brought back into your rotation? Fallen out of the rotation that came back in. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Nothing I can think of offhand. I feel like Crowned Heads as a brand does that for me every now and then. They go in and out. Okay. Okay. Because um, they have releases that I think are really incredible, and sometimes mm-hmm. they have releases that I think are just a little bit of a miss for me. Mm-hmm. So... You know, if I buy some and I don't like it, I kind of take a break for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then and then it comes back. Um, mm-hmm. But they have they have a few different cigars that are kind of in my rotation now. So oh, nice. I don't know when they'll fall out again. They had a really good year this last year. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. hit after hit. Mm-hmm. So that's good stuff. Yeah. I feel like I've been reaching for less foundation recently. Mm-hmm. No great reason. Yeah, it'll probably come back, though, I bet, at some point. Because yeah, you really yeah. like that brand. So that yeah. actually might be a good candidate. <clears throat> yeah, probably so. Mm-hmm. And part of it, too, I think they, they came out with some like particularly strong cigars all at once. Like uh-huh. fifth, their fifth anniversary, and then the David and Goliath and all that stuff. And it's just not, mm-hmm. that's not my jam. Yeah. So. It's, it's, uh, Man, it is, it's really, it's hard to pick up on what, what people are really gravitating towards right now. And I think, you know, part of that is because I haven't really been on the road much and obviously in the past year and a half, um, I do have some events lined up post COVID or post COVID, sorry, post PCA. Um, so I'll hopefully get a better feel. Uh, of what what's going on but you know i'm curious man like if anybody's listening and and wants to works at a shop or whatever let me know what you're seeing i'd love to know 
or what you're seeing at your shop as a consumer. What's moving? What are people gravitating towards? Are they still buying really strong cigars? Are they gravitating towards mild and medium? Or what ring gauges? It's all good information to have. And there's two, there's two facets to that, I think. There's what are people talking about and what are people buying? And those might be the Often. same thing, or they might not. That's right. Yes, sir. In the end, it's really only the money that matters. Yeah, really. True. It's all about the money. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't see releases at this clip or even at really any, I mean, if it wasn't, so. Let's see what else is even coming out. Some well. Some thing, some Crux thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No. Everybody's coming out with something. You're... <laughs> You're you're gone coming up soon, right? What's that? You're gone coming up soon, right? Mid July. No, I I won't miss. I mean, I don't leave until Friday, gotcha. and then I'll be back. Oh no, I will miss that following Monday. Monday. Yeah, I think ninth through thirteenth. It's, it's not pretty next damn week. Soon. The week after. Yeah, it's pretty soon. That is. Not soon. Looking forward to it. Hmm. Okay. Is that all we got, Cal? I think so. We got Moe's last input. And then uh, good luck. we'll see you guys next week. All right. One more thing, Mo. No, oh, man. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> nope. All right. Are we, are we doing smoke like a sultan? Is that a thing? Mo? What's that? Smoke like a sultan? Oh, yeah. Smoke like a sultan. Smoke <laughs> many of them. <laughs> there it is. Hey, hey, Drew, are we still sponsored by Cigar Noise? Absolutely. I wonder why. I got to talk to Dave about that. What do you mean? I mean, the website isn't up. Oh. I have like, no idea, out. then. There's no Cigar Noise Weekly. Is he doing... He's not doing the Cigar News Weekly? No, cigar Noise Weekly? I mean, not for like a year. Well, I knew he didn't do it while he was gone, but no, it's not coming back. What the hell? Well, we will. He'll have be to a PCA though. If you're going Can't to PCA, wait. hell yeah, talk to Dave West. First time getting to meet Dave West. Oh, it'll be. Uh... Actually, we may have to do a PCA uh, Sultan's podcast. That sounds good. Absolutely. <laughs> you and Dave can podcast in his attire. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that, that's a whole Yeah, the Dave his, podcasting uh, attire. Yeah. <laughs> his, uh... All natural. Yeah, his Kuwait suit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll talk about that then. And we'll yeah, see I you guys guess. next week. All right. All right. All right, cheers, guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. 
and we will catch you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs>